What is up and welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies Presents Raw. This is the podcast where we review the latest and the newest movies that have just come out. And this episode is dedicated to the latest Conjuring film entitled The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. So, without further ado, I'm your host, Tim, the legend himself. And with me is the Mushroom himself. He's the funnest guy I know, and his name is Dr. Lufenstein. What up, brother? Hello. (laughs) I can see how it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, what is up, dude? Uh, Not much, man. It's kind of on you. Yeah, not much. Literally not too much. Like, I'm I'm trying... Yeah, actually, I have been for the past two days, which sucks. Um, But... Yeah, I've been trying my hardest to keep up to date with 2021 releases, and oh, I don't know if I'm just just got too much on my plate, or I've got too many kids, but I just can't keep up. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, fair enough, man. I feel like I've watched like 14 fucking 2021 movies this year. I'm, I'm feeling pretty <laughs> slack on it. Yeah, like it's, and that's it's also just not been a whole fucking heap of good shit at the movies kind of shit. Like like triple A kind of horror. Do you know what I mean? Like you, well, you're not at the cinemas, but like yeah. I'm um, I'm sure there's been plenty of like good like B movie shit. Yeah, VOD shit. Shit like that. Yeah. That that honestly deserves to be at the movies. But uh, I mean, I'm just not in that scene as much. So I just, I'd mainly watch what you tell me to watch. I'll probably like, we'll get to the end of the year and I'll like do a, like a big cram session for the end of year list, I think. But yeah. I think I'm going to be right there with you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just, yeah. However. (laughs) However, what? We got this one. We do. Yes. We are now back with a raw episode and that's what I was... My point that I was trying to make is the reason we haven't done as many raw episodes as we would like to is because we've just been busy, man. Yeah. We've had we've had a whole bunch of shit just happen in the last month of just yeah. 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 <laughs> it's uh no excuses really. I, I'm not I'm not saying an excuse, but it's just been it's been hard hey, to juggle some things as We way. did like fucking three or four movies in the last raw. That's true. We so did. We're, we're trying to make up for it. Yeah. Yeah. So give us a break. Yeah, motherfuckers, fucking, get the fuck off our backs! <laughs> Do you want to fucking back up, cunt? Back up, cunt! Back up! <laughs> but we both got a chance to go to the cinema to check out the latest Conjuring film. Sure did. And we're going to tell you our thoughts. We are going to talk about it in spoiler-free discussion, firstly, and yes. then we're going to jump into spoiler-filled discussion, and we are going to break the fucking movie down. Yeah, because. I have a lot to say. We're going to talk about um, uh, spoiler shit. Yeah, we've got like trivia facts that I'm going to point out, and like Dang. Easter eggs that I'm going to point out. Dude, I love gonna, eggs. It's going <laughs> to it's going <laughs> to blow your mind. And oh. then and then we'll probably end the show by playing a song at the end. I don't know what song yet, but I'm sure it's going to be something interesting. I don't know. Oh, some sort of musical song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yep. it's usually how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get jumped down straight to it. Let's listen to the trailer of The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Roll that shit, you big bitch boy. I'm not a big bitch boy. You, you are a big bitch boy. You're Look at you. Bitch, Look boy. at you. <laughs> big bitch boy. 
A court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. You okay there? Jesus. I think I hurt someone. In 1981, Arnie Johnson pled not guilty. We think this family was cursed. By reason of demonic possession. I am not going before a grand jury and saying he was possessed by demons. Whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. Conjuring, not number three, right? It's not called The Conjuring Three. It's called The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. That's the I title mean, of this. They film. could have like tried to do like a fast for furious type thing and put it like like in the J spot or something. The Conjuring Three Ring. Or something. I would fucking hate that. That's a shit <laughs> idea. So okay, the story of this movie is the Warrens investigate a murder that may be linked to a demonic possession. That's, wow. that's pretty much it. Comprehensive. Uh, <laughs> Don't spoil too much, IMDb. I kind of like that. You know what? I, I I hate it when IMDb spoils the whole plot. Yeah, fair enough. I, my favorite is when IMDb is like, this is wrong. the movie, and you're like, that was not the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this stars Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren. Yeah, it does. Uh, we have Vera Farmiga as Lorraine Warren. We oh, have yeah. some could. dude that plays Arn Johnson. I'll, I'll give you that. That is a fucking weird... It, it feels Irish. It feels like every movie that we review, it's like... It, I'm it assuming just, it's Rory. Yeah, that actually looks right. Am, I, am I wrong? R-U-A-I-R-I O'Connor. So I'm assuming it's it's some sort of like fucking Irish Rory, bullshit. Rory they, sounds about right. Where they spell it like with all sorts of letters, like, um, yeah, mm. like uh, Sarah and things like that, where they like throw a million letters in there and shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a normal name and spell it wrong just to fuck with Tim. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like every movie that we review, they always just have an actor with the hardest spelling name. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Wait till <laughs> that guy from Horror for Dummies gets to pronounce this. Oh, fuck his shit up today. Yeah, he's Irish. There you go. There you the go. fuck All out right. of here. Let's get back on track. With a normal name, we have Sarah Catherine Hook, who plays Debbie. 
Mm-hmm. We have Julian Hillard, who plays David, the young little boy. Uh, we have Eugenie Bondurant as the occultist. Just the occultist. And we have John Noble as Kastner, okay. who's the priest. Yep. Oh, and we also have Ronnie Jean Blevins as Bruno. So if you know oh, who Bruno is. Yeah, yeah, the guy who... With the Bruno stereo. likes to party and drink and listen to his stereo. Sure does. I'm like, get out of here, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dance funny. with me, Luffy. Dance with me. <laughs> Come on, just have a drink with me. Holy shit, that is me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, never mind. Nothing happens to him. Um, <laughs> For the free. Um, okay, so this is directed by Michael Chavez. Who also did uh, The Curse of La Llorona, a.k.a. The Curse of the Weeping Woman. Yeah. Um, And he also directed uh, Billie Eilish's song, Bury a Friend. That's a good video. Yeah, that's a good video. It is. Um, You can see its it's resemblance resemblance with the horror genre in that clip. (laughs) Yeah. So it makes sense now. Resemblance. Yes, you know what I'm fucking mean, cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the conjuring, the conjuring movies. Let, let's just let's give it. Let's give everyone listening right now like a little background info on our thoughts on the conjuring universe before we jump into this thought. So, sure. So I'm, I'll I'll go first, but okay. My my whole my whole history with the conjuring movies is I'm about eighty five percent a fan of these films. Okay, and the other fifteen percent. I don't hate them, but they were like, yeah. So overall, I, I, I like these movies. Now, The Conjuring 2 holds a very special spot in my heart because it was Aww. the first time me and my uh, girlfriend at the time, now Figured wife. the movies. Yeah, we, uh, we, we first time we went to the movie. So that movie kind of oh. holds a special place in my... <laughs> did you say diggy at, the, diggy at the movies? I said fingered at the movies. <laughs> No, we did afterwards on the train. Nah. But <laughs> good old got, rail fingering. And we got busted. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, so that, that movie holds a special place to my heart because it's like the first time me and my did wife she, went to the cinemas. Did she do that like oh I'm so scared of my cuddle thing? No. No? No, she's not gay like that. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um the first conjuring I'm a big fan of. I think it's a fucking Awesome movie. Terrifying. I love it. So the first two Conjuring movies, I I love them both. They were both, uh, I can't remember exactly, but I remember them being nine. If not nine, it was a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So let's start with that. Uh, Luffy, what about you? Yeah, man. I think they're real spooky pants, man. Like (laughs) if you said what kind of pants, Conjuring, I'd say spooky. (laughs) Okay. But does that mean you like them or... Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I watched the first one. I think the first time I watched it, I was at work. Um, and it was, like, back when I was working in one of the homeless places. And I was doing a That's night a shift. That's a bad idea. That's a bad and we, idea. And we, like, it was, like, me and a couple other, like, uh, girls. And we, like, got popcorn. And we turned all the lights out. And we all huddled around the work computer and shit. Yeah. And it was super spooky. And they were like doing the, the screaming and the like. <laughs> it's so fun watching like horror movies with people like that sometimes. I bet you you were the one screaming the most. 
I'm not. I'm not really a big screamo. It's okay. It's all right. You're in a safe space here. You can admit when you scream. No, I, I honestly don't. I really don't. I'll jump when the like they do a jump scare, but yeah. like I'm not a screamer. I tell you, like I fucking I cry all the time. Yeah. But did I've you never, cry watching I've, it? I've never really screamed. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> what about the second one? Did you see the second Conjuring movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it at the movies, and it was pretty fucking great. Agreed. I, re- I remember, like, all I can remember is, I don't know if spoilers or not, because, but, like, uh, something to do with, like, a painting, and then, like, she screams yep. out of the painting and stuff, and the glass breaks. Yeah, that's the nun, Valak. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. What um, about, um, the spin-off yeah. films? Have you seen any of those? Like, no, Annabelle? I haven't seen Annabelle. What was that the one? There's, Anna- there's Annabelle, as Annabelle comes home, and there's... Annabelle Origins or Creations? Oh, sorry, Annabelle no, Creations. I haven't seen any of the Annabelles. Like every time I ask you, you're just like, "Don't do it, bro." Oh, okay. Here's my thing. The first, I've kind of come around in the Annabelle films. Um, the like they're not, they're not horrible. Don't think of like that. But the okay. like comparing to the Conjuring, I think the Conjuring, the two Conjuring films so far, are are like awesome. Like they're the the head of the table kind of thing. Where the Annabelle films are lesser. Um. And then it kind of goes down from there. I think the problem is when you think ghost movie and haunting movie, Conjuring's like as good as you get. Yeah. Like honestly to me, I don't think you get a better ghost movie. So even when like, even last year there was a lot of fucking haunting movies. I remember for some reason. I mean, it kind of always is. They're easy to do and they uh, generate money. So yeah, so like, I guess because you just got a fucking fishing line, some cereal boxes around. Um, <laughs> not to say they did that in this movie, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, like, it's it's the absolute cream of the crop for me. Where I, I, I like, I don't think you get better than the first one and the second one. Like, mm-hmm. maybe even just the first one. So you see, like, um, some other haunting movies, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> like the Conjuring did it better. I get you, man. I get you. I think the Annabelle films are worth watching. Maybe we should do an episode dedicated to just Annabelle. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm dead for it. That'd be interesting because, like, the third one, I think Annabelle comes home. Uh, nice. I I've only seen it the once, and that was at the cinemas, and it was kind of ruined due to a bunch of fuck nut teens. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I feel you. I wouldn't mind rewatching it to really give my th- proper thoughts on it. So yeah. Um, all right. With that being said, uh, you heard our thoughts on the, on the, on the original film. But yeah, big fan, basically both of us. Okay. Yeah. So with this one going in, were you at all excited or did you uh, go on with no yeah. expectations? Yeah, pretty high, pretty high expectations on this one. I, um, I, for some reason I wasn't as pumped as I usually would have been. I don't know why. I walked in going like my expectations weren't that, like they were like, I kind of got went in going, yeah, it's going to be another jump scare movie that I'll probably end up really enjoying. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait for this. It's going to be fucking unreal. Which I usually do, which usually works out really bad for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I went in with like, not hi- not the highest expectations, but somewhat high. Tempered. Yeah, yeah. Tempered. With that being said, spoiler free, man. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Give me your thoughts. What did you think? 
I thought it was a very good Conjuring movie. I don't think it was better than the first two. I still think, I think the first one's the best one. Um, and then the second one. And then I think this one for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I didn't think it was that terrible. I think it, um, it, it doesn't quite get there. Like, um, it, it's just, there's a lot of shit going on in this one. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where like the other ones were, I get what you're saying. Yep. You're in a fucking house. The house is haunted. They figure it all out in the house. Yeah, I get what you're saying. For the most part. Like, it's really cohesive and it's not jumping around. This one was more of a detective-y story again. You know, where they're running around looking for clues and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, If that's not too spoilery. No, it shows that in the trailer, so... Okay, yeah. Um... Like, I, I was actually worried it was going to end up like a, a mad courtroom. <laughs> well, I think that's what most people thought by the, by the trailer. And it was going to be all about proving the existence of ghosts and shit. But that's not that. It's not that movie, <laughs> if that's what you're worried about. Uh, but, um, yeah, I liked the themes and stuff. I thought it was cool. I thought it was more of a different spin. Um... I enjoyed the visuals and stuff like that. I was genuinely scared in the bits where I'm supposed to be scared, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just didn't have that like secret conjuring source where I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. And, and like, honestly, I don't think I cared about the, the victims as much as I did in the first ones. If that makes sense too. I know. I can see where you're coming from. I can. 100%. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate them. I didn't feel nothing for them. But, like, yep. I remember, like, I don't know, was it, it's been a fucking hot minute since I've seen the other ones. But <laughs> I remember the there's kids in the first couple. Yes, that's right. And I remember really being, like, scared for those kids. Mm. Like, I'm hoping that they get their shit sorted and their ghosts busted. <laughs> <laughs> you know who they should have called? Who? <laughs> um, I, I see that you're <laughs> Domino. I see that you're kind of struggling to kind of really g- talk about this movie. I'm yeah. I don't want to go into it too much because I don't want to spoil it. I yeah. Okay. He, here's uh, the thing. Also, I, like, I didn't have a lot of issues with it as well. Like, and I can tell you why more in spoilers. But yeah, I was like, it was pretty good. It wasn't okay. great, but it was it was pretty dang good. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I said that before, like you struggling to come up with much to say about this film. Mm. I say that as a point because coming out, I, I kind of felt the same thing mm. with this movie. Um, I didn't go, as I said before, I didn't go with the highest expectations, but I came out think I, I came, I went in, sorry, thinking that I would really enjoy this movie and probably make it in my top 10. I came out somewhat flat. Oh, and yeah? I couldn't really pinpoint it. I'm like, why didn't I love this movie? Now, don't mm. get me wrong. This is this is a 
technically speaking, it's a well-made movie. It does mm-hmm. everything it's meant to. The acting's great. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga do their roles they're, perfectly. They're fantastic as always. Yeah, they are. They are. So technically speaking, like it's it's a well-made film. Like the cinematography is really good. There's a continuous shot that just looks great. But yes, you're right. It doesn't have that secret conjuring source, if you want to call it that. That mm. the others don't. And I think that this one. They go in a different direction, and they, and they stated in multiple interviews that they wanted to take it out of the haunted house type because that was coming a bit of a trope for them, and they Fair wanted enough. to go something different with them. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that they're going for something different, but for me, it didn't work. I wanted the haunted house. See, same formula that they're going for. That's what I kind of went in wanting, hmm. and I, and the. Uh, I can't spoil it yet, but the the story they went with in this one, it didn't really interest me as much as the other two. Mm. And you're right, this movie does have a lot happening in it. That by the end, I think I came out, I think I was still wrapping my brain about what happened in this movie. I couldn't really comprehend what I saw. Yeah, you know, It was kind of choppy all over the place. There was parts that I'm like, what does that have to do with this part and blah, blah, blah. What if I had a lot of plot holes and I still do. And I'll get to those in spoiler. It's more about, I find this one. The other movies were about the families and Ed and Lorraine were kind of side characters. Whereas this one, I feel like it's much more about Ed and Lorraine. I mean, I wouldn't call them side characters in the previous ones. They're, because they're not side characters, but like, you don't would, super go into their lives a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. So In the first one, not so much. In the second one, a little bit. Not as much as this one, but I see where you're coming from. They do talk about, like, L- Lorraine talks about how her and Ed kind of got married. Where in this one, it shows you how they met and it shows a lot more of their relationship, which... I, I was a fan of in the second one. And this one, I felt it was a bit too shoehorned in, especially at the end. I'm like... <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in spoilers because the person <laughs> I went and saw it with did not like it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And like in the second one, maybe I'm getting too spoilery with that pile. Okay. I'll, I'll leave that all the first spoiler filled. Yeah. It's, it's tricky. Cause there's a lot of stuff that happens that I want to talk about specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with the masses who are saying this, but I think this is the weakest out of the conjuring films. Um, yeah. for me, for me personally, part two is my favorite, not mm-hmm. just because it's like holds a special spot, but I just, I just had a fucking blast watching The Conjuring 2, hmm. um, where this one, like, Conjuring 1 and 2 are probably on par with me, like was, 9.5 to 10s. Was 2 the one where they, like, had the flooded basement deal? Yeah. Oh, shit, was that number one? Number one. No, I think that was number one. Oh, okay. That, that shit was scary, yo. You, yeah, you, actually, going back to what you said, like, this movie scared you in places, it did not for me. Oh, and yeah? I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a big muscular type and I don't get scared no, because no, I definitely wanted to pansy, but like <laughs> no, I wanted sucks. to man because yeah, like, yeah. I know that's why you like that's why you go to fucking see these movies yeah exactly and like I, I was like clutching my heart spray 
there was there was a movie I can't remember what movie it was where it gave a jump scare that was like fucking low hanging fruit and it yeah. got me and I can't remember what movie it was but in this movie they kind Space of did the Jam. same thing they, <laughs> they kind of did the same thing there was a lot of like um, not false scares but there was a lot of low hanging fruit scares oh, and I remember there was one it's not too spoilery they're looking through a hole yeah and I'm like Oh, are you going to do it? Oh, are you going to do it? And then it was something else. I said that to my wife. And I didn't you know love it. Yeah, no. I, I, how do I say this without spoiling it? <laughs> I can't really. It's hard. Bring that point up in spoiler field. And I said, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what I said to Julissa yeah. about that part. Because that part annoyed me. I was like, really, are you even trying? <laughs> they held it for so long. They did, but everyone expected it. Mm. That's what that's what bothered me. Mm. Um, in saying that, there were other parts where I thought a scare was going to happen, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And I applaud them for that because, yeah, there's there's films where jump scares happen too frequently, and it just ruins the movie. It really does. I will say, I thought like again, it's probably been done, but like, let's call it the hospital explosion. Yeah, was kind of cool. The hospital explosion. Yeah, we're struggling shit. to think what you mean. Uh, I'll talk. I'll talk about it more in spoilers. But like, I thought that was cool, and and just like kind of the whole, um, all the contorting and stuff is getting a bit old as well. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Like I don't want to be too mean, but yeah, we'll get into that. I, I think. I think. We've said as much as we can without spoiling. Yeah, it. I feel like we're getting into specifics now. Yeah, yeah. So, what's? Do you want to give it a score out of ten? We'll jump straight into spoiler. Sure. All right. Um, look, even though I have my problems with it, um, and I don't look, I honestly don't think it's going to make my top ten this year. Yep. Uh, I'm giving it a pretty solid seven. I'm giving it a hot zim out of ten. So yeah. Like, it's 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 not quite like sitting in my eights where it, like stuff is like vying for my top ten, but I don't think it's a six either. So like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's still a very good movie. It's still probably better than most of the fucking haunted bullshit movies we get. Mm. Like it, it's like yes, it doesn't have James Wan. Yeah, it's not in a house or like whatever shit, but it's look if you if you go into it. Lower your expectations a bit. I think you'll be fine. It's a little, me, a little more yeah. of middle of the road conjuring movie. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where I come into my score because yep. I uh, and Matt. Okay, after this review, after we do the spoiler part, maybe it can go up. Maybe it can go even less. But as of right now, I'm speaking. I'm giving it a six point five. Yeah, for me, okay, yeah. which. Compared to the first two, which were a nine point five to a ten, mm. this is a big drop. Yeah, and I'm I'm sad to see it go down that way because, yeah, I, I kind of yeah expected this to be in my top ten, and as of right now, it's not. It's not. I think it's at the moment not even in my top twenty. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to hear us talk more about this film in spoiler. Field talk, and we are going to literally break down this film, oh, um, scene from scene. Uh, yeah. Keep listening. 
I think most like people have seen this movie. So three quarters into a hardcore song, where we're just like zero one zero 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 one. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about that, please stick around. If not, man, uh, it's been fun listening or not listening to you, but talking to you. <laughs> we can't hear you. Just yeah. start screaming. Still can't hear. We'll see if you can. We can hear you. <laughs> we'll listen out for the scream. If look, if you're gonna bail, go see the movie. We still recommend it's worth a watch. Yeah, go watch it. Come back here the rest of our thoughts. Hey man, because yeah, we- like to be real, what else are you gonna watch? But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, it's good. At the, I, I'd say it's good enough for a movie ticket for me personally. I'd take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just don't like. It's not. It's not the first two. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. So this is your warning right now. We are jumping into Spoilerville. Boom. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Spoiler alert! Oh yeah! Spoiler alert! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Spoiler alert! Oh yeah! 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 Spoiler alert! Yeah! 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 Spoiler alert! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, yeah! We are in spoiler-free territory for The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me no, Do we're It. No, we're in spoiler territory. What did I say? Spoiler-free. <laughs> okay, my bad. If you spoiler. made it this far, Conjuring 3 <laughs> is getting spoiled. Yeah, Basically. you should know, I just played the Stone Cold theme, Steve Austin theme music that says spoiler alert. So oh, is that what bad. plays? Yeah. That's sick. I mean, I listen to it every week. <laughs> you fucking don't. <laughs> do you even know the intro theme to this show? No. Hey, we're gonna watch a movie. It should be very what obvious. The, the show's see. called Raw. We're this week. All right, so spoiler-filled <laughs> discussion on The Conjuring 3. We're going to break it down then, scene from scene. So, to finish the once again, here's your warning. So, this movie starts, as all Conjuring movies do, uh, this is based on a true story. And at the end of this review, we'll tell you, I I, I, uh, I looked at the actual real story mm-hmm. of, this, of this, I looked at the real case, and I'll tell you what was real and what wasn't. Okay. It's kind of simple, but yeah. So we're just going to break it down. We're going to tell you what happened in the movie, then we're going to stop and tell you our thoughts or or what happened in that scene. So we'll start off with the intro. So in 1981, demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warrant, they come back. This is a Conjuring movie, remember that. Mm -hmm. They document the exorcism of an eight-year-old child named David Glatzel. Uh, This is attended by his family, his sister Debbie, her boyfriend Arne Johnson... Mm-hmm. And Father Gordon in the town of Brookfield, Connecticut. During the exorcism, uh, shit happens, man. Shit gets real. Basically, the yeah. kid runs and hides in a bathtub. We get a cool scene of some hands uh, appearing <laughs> over the bathtub. We get yeah, all this gnarly stuff happened. And yeah. in in the in the process, uh, Arn, the boyfriend, invites the demon to enter his body instead of David's. Ed witnesses the demon transport itself from David's body to Arne's whilst he suffers from a heart attack and is taken to a hospital in a comatose state. Triggering. That is your, that is your cold open, man. <laughs> Few things about this opening. Okay, first off, uh, cool. 
it was it was cool. It got me in the mood. I'm like, fuck yeah, here we go. It's a conjuring it was, movie. It, it was a it was a solid opener. I uh, I have some comments though. Sure. Um, the first one being the fucking gorgeous, gorgeous shot of the Exorcist nod. Did you pick it up? Mm-mm. When the priest oh, the jumps out of the taxi, pulls out. Yep. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. looking at the house. Oh, yeah. fuck. I said to Joe, I'm like, oh, oh, I just came. Uh, if you don't notice, there's also another hint to another popular horror movie. Mm-hmm. In a window, you see a girl, a, a silhouette of a girl looking out the window. That is confirmed by the director to be a shot of Psycho. The Psycho. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. The Psycho cover. Yeah, so didn't pick that up, but yeah, that's cool. Cool. Here's my thing about this uh, this opening, and you kind of pointed it out before with mm. the contortionists. Yeah. So, the other big fucking scene where a kid possessed does some type of contortionist shit is, of course, The Exorcist, where Reagan's head spins 360 degrees. My question to you, and I get it that they're possessed and everything like that, but it's still a meat suit. It's still a body. How come the kids aren't dead? Yeah, I, I, I get that. I feel like when, like, IRL, when they're like, oh, their body was contorting in weird ways, I don't think it was beyond the realm of, like, physical... Yeah, I, I get capabilities. That. Like, I, I like when someone was like, because like, I'm I'm assuming back in the day, like it was when people were having seizures and things like that, where their body was twitching and thrashing around. In, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like if we're like trying to be real about it, like they were probably having some sort of seizure or some sort of like maybe it was some sort of tick or something like that. Yeah. Like, um. Where it's like, they would put their arm in a weird, how like, if you spun your arm around and held it there and put your fingers out, that is an odd shape, but we don't normally do that. But it's not like we spin it all the way around three times and fold it back up and our bones break and shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's odd looking, but it's not like I've broken my spine in eight places. That's right. Because... Once you, I don't know, put your fucking neck under your asshole and out <laughs> your legs, you probably broke the vessel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's not really a dislike. It's just, uh, every time I see that, I'm like, they'd be dead in real life. Yeah, it's like, you just killed your kid. Because, like, yeah. does, do all the other wounds heal? No. That's right. But yeah, apparently exactly. you can, like, bend their bones to jelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another scene that I really did like in this is when the kid is being like dragged down the stairs by Ed. I think he was carrying him. Yeah, and you see some like Freddy Krueger claw marks that are being like ripped on the. Yeah, walls. that was cool. How does that work? So the way I I see it, and I heard another podcast say the same thing. It's like, how has that kid all of a sudden got claws? I didn't see it as the kid, the, it's, the actual it's the flesh. demons. Yeah, so I saw it as like, of it or yeah, the demon has like got one hand on the kid, the other hand like trying to grab the wall and hold it, not being mm. pulled down. Yeah, but yeah. Ed's force is, I guess, stronger than the demon for some reason. I guess so. I can't get a grip, maybe. Yeah, but I'll, if you I'll look, suspend a little disbelief. You I mean you have to with these films? <laughs> yeah, dude. But if you look closely, you 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 see that the kid's hand isn't touching the wall. No, 
So I real I thought that was a really cool scene, and and much like the shower scene, like when the kids hiding in the shower, we see the hands come over the top. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. It was creepy. It was good. Yeah, it's what you want. Like uh, that's what I mean, man. There's some creepy shit. Like the opening was pretty creepy. Yeah, I like the opening. Um, fun fact about the contortionist. Yes. Scene is an actual contortionist was used to do those moves. So everything you see is real life. It's not oh, CGI. Really? The only CGI you see is the little boy's face is superimposed, superimposed to hers. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. well, well, maybe it is within the realms of... Whatever. It's just all the cracking and stuff that makes me feel like it's breaking. I mean, the stuff you see in The Conjuring is realistic, but like The Exorcist, where she turns her head 360 degrees... Yeah, yeah, she'd be dead. No. Be yeah. <laughs> um... We're not the fucking scene- action figures from the 80s. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I have to be a bit of a dick right now, but oh. there's a part in this opening that kind of made me laugh. Go on. And it's the scene where the plate smacks the priest in the head. It <laughs> I just, mean, yeah. The, the whole time it just reminded me of that scene from The Waterboy when the colonel gets smacked. <laughs> yes. And he just makes that noise. I can just imagine the <laughs> priest getting smacked by the plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of giggled. But the one takeaway I had from this opening, and something that never... I don't know. I could be wrong. It was never answered for me. Why did the demon so willingly jump into Arnie's body? Or Arn's body? Hmm. Okay. Here's my loose theory. Okay. I guess if you're a demon and you have a willing host, it's easier to control them... When they've offered themselves to you, maybe. Rather than having an unwilling host. Maybe you can be a better at demoning. That's all a, a That's all well host. and good, but this demon wasn't really doing what he wanted to do. He was a curse. So whatever. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> so it that, was, wasn't, that was my guess. That, that's one of kind of many plot holes that I'm going to bring up. Anyway, yeah, that's fair. So starting off pretty good. Let's continue with the story. So the following month, Ed wakes up at the hospital and reveals to Laurie... Oh, sorry, Laurie. (laughs) Thinking about Jaws again. Um, Reveals to Lorraine that he witnessed the demon enter Arne's body. So she sends the police to the Glatzel household and warns them that a tragedy will occur there. I was going to make a point. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I just hope I remember. Um... Arn and Debbie return to their apartment located above a kennel where Debbie works. Oh man, what a fucking life, yo. I mean, they were getting rent free. That's not bad. Yeah, but like, I mean, like having a dog is cool, but oh, yeah. fucking, but like a million barking dogs all day no. and living above it. No. Man, one of them would fart and then another one would bark and then another one would bark and then it just set off this fucking chain reaction at like three o'clock oh. in the morning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Imagine Fuck the that. smell too. Anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I know there's people probably listening who'll be like, I would love that life, but not me. No, you wouldn't, bro. It'd be um, a lot. <laughs> I <yeah>. like sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, they're lo- located above a kennel where Debbie works. Yeah. Anyway, after feeling unwell, Arn returns home from work and basically uh, gets into a little scuffle with their landlord, you. Bruno, who just wants to yeah. drink and party. <laughs> um, Tim. <laughs> Apparently, this is so, then, so fucking good, man. Come and drink, have a beer, man. 
I don't fucking do that. <laughs> anyway, in the process of them having a little scuffle, Arn stabs his landlord, Bruno, it's stabbing him 22 times while he was under the influence of demonic possession. Let's stop there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here's, here's, here's plot hole number two for okay. me. Um, so, Ed and Lorraine, um, they, they send the police to the Glatzel household, right? Yes. Maybe, maybe I've just figured this out for myself, but hear me out. Okay, so, the, the occultist who's done this curse. Yes. How do they know where Arn and her thingy live? Oh, because she, like, possesses the demon. And she sees what the demon sees, right? But the was the demon in the kid's body at the time? I guess it was, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So she would have seen the transfer, because apparently any time the demon's active, she's doing it, right? No, okay, here, here's my problem with it. No, 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 I'm getting it all wrong. I'm getting it all wrong. It says on this thing that I've taken from Wikipedia is that and Lorraine call up the cops yeah and send them to the Glatzel house which is the house where the possession happened but they don't they send them to the apartment how does how does Ed Lorraine know where they live they were, never, they were never there oh I, th- I think they just like called up and said go to the this place well no Lorraine Lorraine probably was keeping in touch with the family yeah but it's not shown <laughs> We just have to assume that that happened? Yeah, yeah, I guess you just have to assume. (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right. Here's something I didn't like. Um, In the trailer, have you seen the trailer for this movie? No, I tried to avoid it it, because I feel like all fucking horror movie trailers, 90%, they just spoil so much of the fucking plot. Because it's like, like I'm a fucking Zim was talking about it today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, He's right. Where it's just like, Trailers are amazing when the directors get to cut the trailers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Never. Like, yeah, which no, is almost you. never. But like, sometimes the the directors will be like, "Here's a third, uh, like, here's the first fucking act. Cut a trailer out of this." Yeah. And you can't have this character or that character. So it's like, and then it comes good because all the trailer people want to do is like put the biggest, flashiest shit. That they can get, and that's usually from the fucking climax of the movie. Yeah, they're there for the money. I get it. So it's like, they care about marketing, and they don't give a fuck about the story, or the art, or the fact that their trailer's spoiling things by having those moments in it, because they just want it to go, gush, 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 like, 30 seconds, oh, this will get the people interested, The Conjuring, whatever, you know? Yeah. So, I just, if, if I'm really keen, and I haven't had to watch it for this... Uh, I just won't watch the trailer. If it's a movie I don't know anything about, I'll watch the trailer to see if I'm interested. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was going to see The Conjuring anyway, so I just kind of avoided it. I Sorry, that just turned that. into a mini trailer rant. But, <laughs> That's fine. Um, um, basically, no, I didn't. <laughs> so the reason I'm upset is because in the trailer, it shows that the, the scene where Arn's walking down the road and the cop pulls him over. Oh. You know that scene? And he, yeah, and he said, yeah. and he's got the blood in his shirt, and he goes, "I think I hurt them, or something like that. I think I mm-hmm. hurt someone, or something like that." So mm-hmm. that scene there, I was looking at that scene, going, "Fuck!" 
Because the whole time I was thinking he's going to murder like his girlfriend and the whole family. Or yeah, something yeah. big's going to happen and it's going to be fucking awesome. But in the movie... Just that dude. Yeah. And we don't even see it. Yeah. So that was a bit of a letdown for me. Fair enough. But yeah, because anyway. you thought it was going to be like hectic. Like they were, they, you know, you're right. They were building it up like it was going to be, yeah, this huge thing, and it was just this one kind of guy that no one really liked. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like an annoying douchebag. Yeah. Am I the annoying douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm never, I'm never fucking going out again. I'm staying in my house by myself. I was like, I'll just leave it so dead. I'm gonna continue the story anymore. Oh, just fucking is that, stupid podcast. Is, is that how you? Is that how you see me? What, like that guy? Yeah. Uh, only after about like eight beers. This is why I'm starting to quit drinking because I think I, I'm a dick when I drink. You are. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. The story continues. With the support of the Especially Warrens. In public. <laughs> with the support of the Warrens, his case. You know what? Let's cut the best part of the fucking movie. So he, he basically gets arrested and sent to jail after walk, walking the fucking road and being hit by a cop. And it cuts to the next scene where the Warrens are talking to Arn's lawyer. Mm. And Arn's lawyer is saying, look, we can't. We can't fucking um, talk about demonic possession in the courts. Oh, and, yeah. And Ed says, look, come to our house, meet Annabelle, look at our stuff, and then if you still don't believe us, we'll drop it. <clears throat> and it cuts to the next scene when they're in the courthouse and the and the lawyer looks just... Terrified, like she's had her fucking shit. shit rocked. Oh, my God, that scene made me laugh. So I was funny. so happy with that. <laughs> anyway, um, so... With, is, yeah. is, so... I know I haven't seen Annabelle's, but what's it? Can she like move independent? Like, why would she scare her at the house? I have no idea. Because it's like, as far as I know, it's it's a thing they possess. Like, someone possesses Annabelle, right? Like, or yes. is and so Annabelle's still possessed, so the spirit's still in there. Oh, it's still in there, so but it's not a fucking sideshow monkey that does tricks for you. Does it get up and fuck around for a bit? No, <laughs> like no scare it's lawyers. It's not trucky. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I just put it out of my mind. I'm like, how oh, that's funny. But Whatever. yeah, no, I don't, I but don't yeah, understand. It was like, funny. <laughs> because if that was the true case, then like, because I think, I can't remember if it was the Warrens or the other fucking douchebag, Zach Baggins, who had a, a, a museum with all this shit. And if it was, that was the case, like, there'd be more talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So, who knows? Anyway. Oh, so It's like that hilarious moment where they're like, in the basement, and they're like, you shouldn't keep all this shit. And I'm like, yeah. this is the fucking warrants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> so, with the support of the Warrens, his case becomes the first American murder trial to claim demonic possession as a defense, mm-hmm. resulting in the beginning of an investigation into David's original possession. The Warrens later discover a satanic curse passed on through a witch's totem that's (laughs) that was uh, put under their bed just stopping there that scene where they go under the house while the rain goes under the house to retrieve the the totem (laughs) okay I wasn't thinking that but that whole scene there I was like any moment any moment we're gonna have a jump scare any moment 
and we didn't, and I'm really happy that we didn't. Didn't we have the rat sort of be a jump scare? Sorry? The rat was sort of a jump scare. The first rat, before the eight million rats that were chilling out around the fucking thing. Oh, maybe you're right. That's fucking... That just... Null and void my point. Sorry. <laughs> and before that, anyway. you got the um, the flashback to the waterbed. Oh, yeah, I got to, Fucking hell. And that kid um, used to do exactly what I used to do in my parents' waterbed, where you just stand at the foot of it and you go... You push it. Let, let me finish this part and I'll talk about that waterbed in a second. Sure. Um, so, yeah, they discover the witch's totem and they're told to meet with a former priest called Kasna, who mm. previously dealt with the disciples of the Ram cult. Uh, I so want they to go see there. that movie. <laughs> yeah, right. They go there and they meet the priest and the priest says he can't shake their hand because he's got chicken shit on it. But he tells the Warrens that... Um, chicken shit and, an occultist had intentionally left the totem, resulting in, resulting in the creation of a curse on the Glatzels, causing the possession of David. All right, let's pause it there for a second, right? Sure. Let's go back to the waterbed scene where you see young David jumping on the waterbed and, like, a hand comes through. So, according to the director, that scene... Um, is an homage to Nightmare on Street, uh, the Dream Master. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, there's a scene in the Dream Master where a, um, uh, a a deaf kid is on the is on a waterbed and mm-hmm. the waterbed comes to life and there's like a naked chick underneath the waterbed, mm. which it turns to Freddy Krueger, killing him. And yeah, nice. That's a homage. Just another Easter egg to. Another movie, which I thought was cool. You don't see many waterbeds. No. Do you know why? Because they're shit. Yeah. Too, yeah, many, hole, too many holes. <laughs> yeah. Um, another another Easter egg there was um, when Ed is in hospital, you can hear over the uh, over the speaker saying, Dr. Merrin being paged, and that's a nod to Father Merrin in The Exorcist. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah. there's lots of little Easter eggies. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. Cool. There is a big point right here, a big plot hole that I have with this whole movie that kind of coincides with what we just spoke about, but I'm going to leave it till the end of the review here. Sure. So we'll get back into it. Unless you have anything more to say. Um, no. You good? So you're following yeah. on so far? I think so. So this is this is the thing. Like we instead of getting this haunted house stuff, we now go into this true crime world, and this yeah. is something that at first I was like, okay, this could be interesting, and mm. then at the end of the movie, I was like, you know what, I didn't like it. I don't, want I, don't I don't care about the occult. No. And also, like, didn't really like it built up this cult, right? Yeah. And then it was nothing to do with them. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, it did a little bit. Uh, she was a fan, I guess. Yeah. So that's where it came into? Sort of. Yeah. A witchy poo. Anyway, we'll continue with the story. Sure. So the Warrens travel to... Uh, after Sorry, after being told that someone else that they heard of has also had a similar incident with this witch's totem, the, the Warrens travel to Danvers, Massachusetts to investigate the death of Katie Lincoln who was also stabbed 22 times. Yes. Um, detectives had 
found a totem at the home of Katie's friend Jessica, who is also missing. So we get this scene where the cops, uh, this sorry, this detective is talking to the Warrens, and he he doesn't like the whole. Um, he doesn't believe stuff. in any of that mumber jumber. Yeah, un- until like he tells her to prove it, which Ed doesn't like it because she's not a sideshow attraction. I thought this scene was pretty cool. Um, hmm. I, at, at first glance, I was like, hey, this is funny. When they go walking through the woods and yeah. I don't quite yeah. get her powers. Quote She's unquote. clairvoyant. Okay. What happens in the movie is very uh, expanded upon what, what can happen in real life. Yeah. Because she, the, like, the shit she can do, I'm like, feels like you're just kind of continuing the plot along. <laughs> uh, let, let me continue and we'll get to that point more. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know the extent of what a clairvoyant can do, but I don't think it's fucking astro planes or whatever it is and all that stuff. Astro I don't projection. Think it's, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's as extreme as that. Um, yeah. Whatever happens in this movie, yeah, it's very over-exaggerated. Mm. I could be wrong, but I think that's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Lorraine I- initiates a vision to recreate the murder of these two girls and discovers that Jessica had stabbed Katie under the influence of demonic possession, much like our friend Arn, um, before jumping to her death off of a cliff. Yes. Um, so which she fucking runs for it. Uh, we also see Ed, and I forgot to kind of mention this, Ed's still having heart problems. Um, yeah, it's he's, rough. He's, <laughs> you, could, uh, you could relate, eh? Totally. Like that uh, the little tablet, I've got like the spray version of it. Do you have a necklace to keep a tablet in? No, I don't have any fucking gay shit like that. It's a spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we get all this stuff. Uh, anyway, the... Uh, the detectives then recovered the body. Um, yep. Then the Warrens travel to the funeral home where the body rests and Lorraine touches the hand of the corpse to help find the location of the occultist. Lorraine, in the vision, travels through a dark tunnel and witnesses the occultist attempting to have Arn kill himself, but she stops her just in time. Mm-hmm. Lorraine is threatened by the occultist and she tells Ed that the connection works both ways. Also in that scene, Ed's like, Ed's dealing with a fucking zombie. Yeah, so. what up? <laughs> what was that shit? Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Lorraine's powers. And this is a point I made very early, uh, basically when I came out of the cinemas. Um, I, I, said, I said before that at first Lorraine... Trying uh, pro- proving the cop wrong with her powers was actually fun for me to watch. Mm. Then I thought thought about it, and I didn't like it because it makes her seem like some kind of superhero. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, stop. Like I thought, shit just comes to her. Yeah, like what? Well, no, not even when it needs to. Like it just like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's it's all over the place. Sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. My other point is, is like, I know this whole scene with the two girls, like it goes somewhere, but did we really need it? Um, probably not. Felt like a little bit like filler. It felt like some like Star Wars at the casino bullshit. Yeah. Do you know what it felt like to me? 
You know, you're playing a video game and you got a mission, you got a side quest. Yeah, it That's was very side questy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just wasn't big into it. Like it was. That's that's what I mean. Like it, you, you went so many places, and there were so many like MacGuffins and plot threads and shit. Where it was like in the first two, it's like the house is haunted, the demons in this cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay. So yeah, like it's just like we went on that whole adventure. They could have just like got the file. Uh, they, yeah. they they could have done that shit like like they did with the lawyer, where they're like, "Oh, you don't believe us," and then he he comes back shocked and shit, and he drops the file down. Yeah, 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 you know exactly. What I mean? And then exactly. I, I just saved you thirty minutes, movie. Don't worry <laughs> about it. And from what I've heard about other people reviewing this movie, is that the run run time was too long for a lot of people. Yeah, it was a bit much. So yeah. Especially, like, I mean, honestly, you could have cut, like, I know I'm jumping around a bit, but I'm pretty much House of Pain. Um, <laughs> but, like, you could have cut out all the Ed and Lorraine romance shit. I know. They're <laughs> fucking mad into each other. Yeah. I didn't yeah, need I to see how they met. I didn't need to see the fucking gazebo. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, too. But, yeah. Like, if they cut all that shit out, they cut off the side quest, it would have been a lot... Like, it's Tyler. still got its issues, but, it, yeah, it would have been a lot more tight pussy. This was some yeah. loose pussy shit. <laughs> and no one liked loose pussy. No one liked loose pussy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, continuing the story. <clears throat> so, the Warrens return to their house in Connecticut to investigate further... Ed briefly loses consciousness and is later influenced by the cultist into killing Lorraine, but was stopped by Drew in time. Yeah. They later found that the totem in the house, which was hidden inside a vase, a va- a va- sorry, a vase, <laughs> a vase, a vase, a vase uh, of black I've got roses. these flowers. Shut Do up. you have a vase? <laughs> Drew gives a book of witchcraft he found to Ed and states that in order for the curse to be lifted, the altar in which the occultist operates, must be destroyed. Uh, briefly, just stopping you there. Um, so I wasn't that's, talking. Huh? I wasn't talking. <laughs> that bouquet of flowers, apparently later, earlier in the movie, they, they asked where it came from, and they said, oh, it's from the parents. So yeah. the parents is the family from The Conjuring 1. Oh. So I thought, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cute. Yeah. Okay, so we know how to stop this whole thing. Cool. So let's continue. When they realize Destroy Katie, the altar, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, okay, is that all you gotta do? Okay, then go do it. <laughs> Off you pop. When they realize Katie attended nearby Far, uh, Fairfield University, they begin to assume that the cultist is operating in the area. Lorraine returns to Kasna, the priest for help, and he reveals that he had raised a daughter named Isla in violation of the requirement of the Catholic Church. Naughty, naughty. He tells Lorraine that during his research, her fascination of the occult grew, later becoming the occultist. Kastner gives Lorraine access to the tunnels, where she locates the altar and is then found by the occultist, who then kills him. Yeah, rough. Bye, daddy. Okay, yeah. 
so we establish that she's fucking evil. She 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 murders her dad. Here's here's what bothers me about this part is it just felt like lazy writing. Like, does she need to? No, 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 no not, not the killing. Like, the killing's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah, the killing's fine, okay? Oh, really? I, I had a problem with the killing because I was like, everyone else, you're going through, like, all these fucking jumpy loopy doos to kill him. And, th- and this guy, you're just like, oh, I'll just kill him. I'll fucking drag him down the tunnels, I guess, and no one will see him again. I, I think she killed him because he let Lorraine know where it is. Yeah. But the whole thing that I found lazy was like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you you busted me. It's my daughter. Yeah, she's down there in the tunnels. Go go. I'll let you through. See ya. It's like that. It like really like that's yep. what you came up with. Okay. Yeah, because like they they're doing that whole oh he's gonna because I thought he was behind it. See, I would have probably liked that more. Like he was he was getting he's like fucking do my witchy poo shit. And all the time I spent with the Ram cult of Ooga Boogers, uh, <laughs> like, I assimilated into them. And you know what? Those fucking metal cunts is right. I love Satan now. <laughs> I got my daughter uh, to do all my witchy poo shit. Hail Satan. He's probably there talking to the occultist, and he's like, you know what? Yes, your metal's much better than mine's. Yeah, look, this music's fucking sick. You've got good guitars and (laughs) (laughs) double pedals. You know, it's real good stuff. I don't know why he turns European for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's where all the good metal comes from. (laughs) Um, Okay, so continuing the story, Ed... Ed somehow figures it out where the fucking altar is. I don't know how. He just, quick, shit, right, cunt. I know where the fucking (laughs) altar is. Let's go. Let's go. Like, did they explain how he he figured it out? Like, it's Um, like he just clicked in his head. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. There's only one river near the whatever. And so, like, because assistant kid is like, well, it's near a train track and, and there's water. So like, it can't be this rail. It can't be this rail because they don't operate at night. Um, so this one's the only freight line and he, he'd been there as well. So yeah. it was like, um, I think it's it was just, just like, it's the only place near a river and a rail. And he was there kind of a thing. And it's got all the occult shit, and they were just there a little bit ago. So I think it was a big, like it, I don't know. It, it just seemed too easy. Sense. It was, but whatever. Yeah. All right. So Ed soon arrives and finds his way into the tunnels through a locked drain hole that he just manages to find a sledgehammer. Cool. He is yep. briefly possessed by the demon and, and attempts Triple H to H kill. The shit open. <laughs> yeah, Triple H just in the background just go, "Oh, bro, have this." Yeah, he's uh, just, like spitting you know what? water out everywhere. If that happened, this movie would be a ten out of ten. Triple H just standing in the background, just spraying water. And <laughs> <laughs> tearing uh, quads like a motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so um, bah, 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 bah. he's possessed by the demon, attempts to kill Lorraine, but she retells him of the time they first met. Reminding Aww. him of their love, and she says something about lines saying, Aww. "They think they think our love is our weakness, but it's actually our strength." Aww. And that's another thing I've got to mention. 
that a lot of some of this dialogue in this movie was very Fucking very lame sauce. Yeah, it was not even not just not just lame, but low hanging fruit. Yeah, like there was a few times where I fucking said before the character said, like yeah. the whole line yeah. was like, it, "If this if is a you curse, could write it. yeah, it's it's like, this writing. is a curse." And I was like, "And curses can be broken." And she said it. I'm like, "Well, boom." Yeah, it's like that shit where it's like, "Well, we'll beat them with our friendship," <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. All right, Saturday morning cartoon. What are yeah, you doing exactly. in my Conjuring movie? <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, she tells them about the first time they met. Ed regains his consciousness and destroys the altar, doing a full-blown Triple H, saving himself, Lorraine, and Man, Arne. shit. <laughs> the occultist arrives at her broken altar and doesn't look worried in the slightest until Patrick reminds her. And then she's probably like, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, forgot. <laughs> and then she's killed by the demon she had summoned after failing to complete the curse. Ah, sucked in, bitch. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't get what the curse was. Or why did she curse them? That Just because she my, can. That was my biggest plot hole with the movie. Let's just jump into it then. <laughs> yeah. What right. does she achieve by doing this curse? Is she just a cunt? I guess because she had to pick them, right? Yeah. And I. Oh wait, I think. Oh, it was like a fucking throwaway line, but I'm pretty sure like they needed a this person and a this person and a this person to complete the. They ritual. they they said it and honestly I kind of forgot. I think it was like a person of God, a lover, and a kid, or yeah, something like that. But like, but it doesn't say what she'll get by summoning the demon. No, no. Like, like an Uber Eats voucher or something. Like I don't, I don't fucking know. That's 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 the gel coming did out. Did she get power? Like I don't, I don't something know. like vague and shit like that. Probably. But that's what I said to Joe. I'm like, because because it's kind of messy, and I was kind of like still trying to think about it in my head. I'm like, I'm I'm ninety percent sure they never said why. And I said to Joe, I'm like, did they say why? And she's like, yeah. I'm like what? And she goes, I maybe they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, because I remember they needed this and a this and a this, and that's why they were chosen. Yeah. Um, which is all very fair, but chosen for why and to what end? Other than just being like fucking metal and shit and doing evil shit. Like, yeah. I don't... Because the demon didn't want to be summoned. That's why it does a hot murder on Witchy Poo. Mm. And then, like... It doesn't really... It just says she was fat. I get, like... Maybe she was just doing the ritual for the sake of doing the ritual because she loved the ram cult so much. Or the occult so much. So she's just doing it to be a cunt. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I I have no idea. Because she's a shit person. Yeah. Look, to me, honestly, (laughs) this whole movie kind of felt like an episode of Supernatural. Yeah, I can feel you. It's, It's... Like I said, it's like... It's just not quite there, is it? No. It's like, I, at the same, look, I'm ripping shit on it, but I, I still enjoyed it. Like, mm. but it just, it's not as, it's, it's not the first two, that's for sure. I'm, Die. I'm, I'm almost glad it wasn't The Conjuring 3, to be real. I mean, but it is. <laughs> but it is. But it is. Because what you want to call it, it still is the third entry in The Conjuring. Yeah. I, okay, here's the other thing, I wonder. Like, how many more of the cases 
are there that you could make a movie out of? Heaps. Oh, there is? <laughs> yeah. Like, that are actually movie-worthy? Or, like, I know I, there's I, lots of cases, but... I don't know if they're movie-worthy. Because they have... Like, in Annabelle Comes Home, they do mention a few other cases that they've done. Mm. So, I don't know. There's a few people saying that this might be the last. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe. How'd it go to the, the box pens. office, actually? A little I don't know. You look at that. I'll continue the story, because we're right at the end. Sure. So, Ed places the cup from the altar... In their room with the artifacts is basically what he does at every movie, mm-hmm. uh, along with the Valak painting and the Annabelle doll. Arn is convicted of manslaughter and gets five years. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> after marrying Debbie while in prison. Uh, then it cuts to the last scene of Ed shows Lorraine a replica of the gazebo in which they first shared their kiss. Uh, roll credits. Then you get like... Lame. Well. Then, yeah, like... Okay, here's, here's the thing. In part two, the whole Ed and Lorraine story is that, like, Lorraine has a vision of Ed dying. So mm-hmm. her thing is, like, worrying about Ed's safety. And mm. in this, it's kind of the same. He has a mm. heart attack and she's worried about his safety. Yeah. So it's like, you, I know you're getting away from the haunted house type things and you're doing something different, but with the characters, you're kind of doing the same shit. And the first two movies, I loved the Warrens. In this one, they kind of... It was too much. They're a little annoying. Yeah. So... Like, oh, you want to know another Easter egg that I saw somewhere? Yeah. Uh, his ties and her dresses always match. Oh, really? Yeah. That's if you go cute. back and look at all the movies, every time he's wearing like a specific tie, she's always wearing like a similar dress. That's cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, I didn't need all that shit. Like I was watching it with my, like with a friend of ours and she was just like, Bleh. she's like, what the fuck's this shit doing in my conjuring movie? Who said that? Bonnie. Oh, okay. She was just like, oh, so lame. Like, yeah, it, it was just like, it was like a water, it was like watered down conjuring movie. Yeah. It was. Well, that, but it was like watered down with dumb shit. Like. A fucking 30 minutes of the fucking romantic backstory. Yeah. I, I don't go to fucking Conjuring to feel like, oh. Like, it it's cute and stuff when there's little moments of it, but not when there's whole arcs of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, like, I don't need it. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, when, when like, when instead of having like throwaway jokes and stuff, they spend ages like <laughs> fucking like setting up heaps of jokes. Yep. Like you can have your little throwaway lines that make us giggle and break the tension and stuff. There's a, there's a purpose, but like then you've got your shit like Predator, <laughs> like the remake where it was just like they were trying to do so many jokes and they just weren't landing. And it's like, well, do the fucking horror movie, please. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've got gripes for sure, but I still overall I didn't hate it. Like I really enjoyed it still. Like I'd I'd probably if I was doing a rewatch of the Conjuring's, I'd still throw it on. But knowing it wasn't as good as the first two, you know. I don't know, man. After after speaking about it this time, I'm I'm starting to think maybe you should go down to a fucking six. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking in a slippery zim. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm sticking with my seven. It's definitely not gone up, but I don't think it's gone down. I, I still think it's better than a lot of the other shitty fucking ghost movies I've seen now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. But that's just me. Uh, worldwide, um, so far, apparently, it's made $57 million. So not, <laughs> not a crazy amount. I mean, also pandemic, blah, blah, blah. But True, but how much did it cost to make? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, there you go. Not sure. Not sure. So, uh, the real case that I read about, mm-hmm. um, what happened in real life, nothing with the occultist. <laughs> Basically, what you saw with Arn Yo. Um, happened. The, the the Bruno character is not called Bruno. His name was Alan. Yeah. Um, but same kind of thing. He was heavily drinking, wanted to party. Uh, he was touching... Because they, they lived... Arn's girlfriend... Uh, also had dogs. her two sisters yeah they live with the dogs she had her two sisters living there as well and oh, okay. weird the, the Alan bloke was li- was kind of touching the two sisters not in like a sexual way but I think just grabbing and being got forceful. told to s- yeah got told to stop and he didn't so yeah stabbed him 22 times so all that happened uh, there was no report on this occultist or anything like that so that's all just fabricated yeah, okay. for the movie um, what happens what happened um, at the end, though, he was given ten to tw- uh, 20 to 10 years in jail, but mm-hmm. did only serve five due to good behavior. Okay. So nothing to do with, like, the occult and him being proved th- no. f- for demonic possession and shit. It's- See, it's funny how you can twist a fact. Yeah. I mean, like, most movies that say, based on a true story. Yeah. Remember the word Based. Totally, so based. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so... Like, everyone thinks... Like, I remember when that movie came out, the remake. Everyone's like, oh my God, it was so real and everything like it's that. Like, like, I don't remember when the original came out. It was very much not even a thought. <laughs> no, like the 2003 remake. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Jessica Biel one, right? Yes, yeah. When that came out, I remember people at school going, yeah, it's real, it's real. And then, like, I did, like, an actual school assignment mm. on that. Um... And what I found out was like, it up. it's really not real. <laughs> I did my study. Um, I researched it. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing, nothing. Like they doesn't even use a chainsaw. So yeah. What? Yeah. A chainsaw? What? <laughs> that was the anyway. last movie. <laughs> um, anything more you got to say about The Conjuring 3? I guess you can call it. Um, not a whole heap. Look, if you, if you like the first two, you'll probably enjoy this one to a certain degree, but just don't expect a lot, you know? Yep. It's still really good. It's still one of the better movies that have come out lately. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, too much time doing the shit I don't care about. Not enough time doing the ghost shit that I do care about. Yeah. Like, there should have been more, like, more scenes like the waterbed shit. More scenes like the opening thing. Like, even more like... Oh, uh, I liked the hospital explosion with the glass and stuff. That was cool. Mm. That's what I was talking about, the hospital explosion. Like, where he, like... um, She was, like, attacking him and stuff. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, more of that shit. It, the whole totems and them running around and all that shit was... Mm. It just took up too much of the runtime and, and made it a worse movie. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I agree. I agree. Like, I wanted... It's... It's, it's it was still a ghost movie at the core of it, but it almost did like a wrong turn three, <laughs> or wrong turn, whatever the fuck the new one is from this year. Just wrong where turn. it was like the foundation, barely any ghosts in it. <laughs> Mutants. <laughs> Mutants. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you, man. I want yeah. some haunting shit, not curses. Curses. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, the true crime stuff just didn't work for me. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think it's going to be at the bottom of my list for this nah. year, but yeah, I think it's just going to be buried in the middle. That will just be I th- forgotten. I think so, which is a bummer. I-, I reckon if there's a disappointment list, it might be on that. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe we'll have to do one. Mm. Well, that being said, that is it from uh, for this episode for Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like our shit, go on like our Facebook group and uh, Facebook page and Instagram page and all that stuff. You know where to find us. Mm-hmm. Horror for Dummies. Um, go over to the Patreon link if you like our shit and you want to find some more shit patreon.com forward slash horror for dummies we've got awesome stuff there um, but that's it for us man we'll be back hopefully soon with another Raw episode um, there's a few movies coming out so Ooh, we'll find we something to do oh, I can't think of the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll do something cool Sure. anyway that is it from us guys we'll catch you down the road till next time say bye Bye, 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 bye. Bye.